0: And so having that financial advisor is also imperative for your success because the CPA is doing what they do best, the attorney is doing what they do best, and the financial advisor is going to do what they do best. But they all need to work in conjunction for that client to ensure success.
1: a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to And through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts,
2: your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's the Retirement Trainer with Ed Siddell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. We've been doing a campaign called Giving Back to Small Business, and today we're going to change things up a little bit because we've been getting a lot of questions about what's most important as a business owner and starting a new business. So today we're going to focus on what that looks like. I'm Leanne Sedel, and here to help us with all our questions and to give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sidel. Hi, Ed.
0: Leanne, what is going on? How are you?
2: Well, I am doing well. I am... Um you know, as we started working our way through a lot of these podcasts with these small businesses, I think the same questions a lot kept of questions coming up. over
0: yeah. and over and over again. You know, how do we start? What do we do? I'm already in business. You know, what's, what's the most important thing?
2: Exactly. So we're kind of backing things up a little bit, and I guess we're going to basically start from the beginning. So what do you think business owners need to do in order to start or restart to be successful?
0: Yeah, you know, um, so that's a loaded question, right? Because, it, <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, there's so many different ways that we can go and, you, you know, uh, the, the theme that we got across um, all the business owners so far is it's, it's a process. It's about the process. Yeah. Um, everyone had their target market uh they you know they had a passion for what they were doing but the reason that they were successful was because of of the process that they had and so i mean we have a process our five step process and and it's kind of the the same thing you know when it comes to to businesses there's no magic bullet right no
2: it's being able to replicate a process over, over the, and over yeah, again yeah
0: and and so you know whether uh, You know, whether you're starting a business from scratch um, or or franchise, right? You know, Mm -hmm. you've got all these different aspects, but the most important thing is you got to have a written plan. Okay. Um, You know, I I was taught at an early age, you know, you got to have goals, but unless they're written down, they're just dreams. Okay. And so in that written plan, you know, what does that mean? You know, understand your numbers, you know, have a pro forma, your, your projections, you know, what is that going to look like? Uh, you know, that, so that's, that's kind of step one. Step two is, you know, what's your exit strategy? What's the purpose of you, you know, wanting to, to do the business, you know, is it, uh, um, just because you have a passion, is it to generate enough income to, uh, to live now? And then what happens when you're done? What's, what's your exit strategy? What are you going to do with it? Now, I'm, I'm going to go through these and then we're going to come back and talk about them in detail. Okay. okay. You know, step three is to, to assemble a good team, a team of fiduciaries, you know, CPA, your attorney, your financial advisor that have your best interest at heart, that can make sure that you're protected and get you to where you need to go.
2: In most cases, a lot of the CPAs, the financial advisors, they've all walked those walks before you and, and they've already, they've been there, they've done and that. And they're business and, owners
0: for the most part. Yeah, and, absolutely. So, um, and then, you know, so developing your, your process, I mean, what is your process? What separates you from your competition, you know, and, and last, but definitely not least. And I think that, you know, um, the, probably one of the most important things is you know um, balance, right? Um, that work life balance. So we'll we'll get into to that. But let's go back and and really talk about having that that written plan. We had a, uh, a guest, an attorney, um, Logan Phillips, a while ago that, you know, we were, he was interviewing us for the CFP class that, that he was teaching at Ohio State. And, you know, he said, you know, what's one thing if you had to do all over again that, that you would do differently? And do you remember what I said? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'd have a mentor. Yeah. Right. Someone who's already already been through the the fire, you know, has already walked the walk. Who knows? Maybe not in that particular industry. But if you can find one in that industry, that's that's probably the you know, the the best thing um, because they can help you with that written plan.
2: But what's even more important in that definition of mentor is somebody who is not going to deliver you a line of a BS. And I, I, <laughs> I hate to be very blunt about that, but a lot of times yeah. we get caught up in. In getting yes, the rosy picture yeah. of the way things were. And, and I hate to say it, you do not need rosy pictures. You need you need the raw detail. You and that's need-
0: why the plan is so important, right? So you can actually, you, you can project out. You know, if someone says, look, yeah, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, just go ahead and do it. That sounds great. Well, that's not a mentor. A mentors like, all right, what are your numbers? You know, what, 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 what do you need for, for income? You know, what's your profitability? Do you know what your margins are? All these things. And this is why, you know, these all sound like separate, you know, steps, but they're all kind of conjoined together, you know, because you have to have those those advisors there that that can tell you, yeah, you know, hey, this idea is going to work or, or no, it's not. Um, and even sometimes when certain advisors say, yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to make sense or not you know, sometimes you just have such a passion, um, and, and you take risks, you know, then that's what being an entrepreneur is, is, is all about. I mean, it really is. And a
2: lot of time that mentor is going to actually give you some guidance so that when the time comes, I, I, a lot of people have to go to banks and, and speak to, yeah. the, and they're going to be able to, in, in essence, help you shape how you're going to present this dream that you have or this goal that you have. Yeah. In your how business. are you going to
0: fund it? And yeah. so can you imagine going to a bank and saying, I want a loan, you know, for what, well, I'm going to start <laughs> this business. Okay. Uh, tell me about it. You know, well how much easier would it be if you actually had a written plan? This is what we're going to do in the first 30 it's required. days, you know, so. the first quarter, the, the first six months, the first year, this is what our operations are going to look like. These are our systems. This is our process, you know, having all that, but having that written plan is so, so very important because it, it takes a lot of the guesswork out. It's, it's a moving, you know, it's a living, breathing document, right? Yeah. Cause it never, it never, ever goes as planned. You know,
2: I'm, I'm going to compare this to something completely off base, but we're, you know, you and prepping your kids to do their Eagle project. And as they're going through your an boys, Eagle yeah. project, they have to do a proposal. They have to do a plan. And, and that when you go through and you read the nitty gritty about this, it's everything. It's a drawing. It's step yeah. one, step two. What do you need? Those same things...
0: Th- this it's is just... why I, I am, so, I, you know, I've been in Boy Scouts my entire life, um, 35 years of summer camp. I know. <laughs> I have me. the back to prove it. Um, but, but, you know, you know, the Eagle Scout, that's why that's so important, um, because it just tells people you finish what you started. And that's that written plan, that, that Eagle know. project, that workbook. And that's what these banks and lenders and, um, you know, uh, franchises, right? So if you go by the way of a franchise and decide to go that Route, which we we've, we've had some some guests on the podcast that that have gone that route, which is great because they've already done the um, the the target market analysis, uh, the location analysis. I mean, it's a written plan that's already done for you, and that's really what you're buying, yeah. right? But if you don't have that and you're starting your own, you you, you actually have to do that up front. So that goes kind of hand in hand with you know step two, which is what's your exit strategy understanding when you want to leave and how you're going to leave. Are you just going to walk away? Are you going to try and sell it? Um, Is it going to be a partnership? You know, are you gonna bring other people in as far as your succession plan? Um, so that you can gracefully bow out and maybe still get income and, and how are you going to to do that transition, you know, over what period of time? And and that is so important. You know, the 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 number one reason, you know, when the next generation takes over, okay, the succession plan is There really isn't a formalized succession plan. There's no written plan that says, okay, it it, it keeps going on and on and on and on and on. So that is so important because that goes right to, you know, having the, the right advisors. Yep. All right, which is step three. It is so, I can't stress enough. Um, having CPAs, um, the the right attorneys, the business attorneys, and, and estate planning attorneys, we'll get into this too, and having the right financial advisor to, to protect you. And people try to do so much themselves, not to say that they can't, but all these professionals, like you said before, they've already done this, not once or twice, but dozens and dozens of times. So They can protect you from the pitfalls and you got to think of it as value, right? So it's one thing to get a good deal. It's another (laughs) thing to be cheap. What do I always say, right? Cheap is when you expect everyone else to pay, right?
2: And when you start a business, the last thing you have is a lot of money to throw at things that aren't going to bring value to you.
0: That's right. But
2: protecting yourself from what could... And your family. Yeah. Those things are, those things are never something that you uh, should consider not a value.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, so if you, the reason that I had the written plan as number one is because everything kind of flows right into it, right? So we we do the same thing with the retirement fitness plan for individual uh, wealth management families that we help clients. The income plan is step number one because everything kind of flows into it, Mm -hmm. right? So that's why having that written plan is so important. But, you know, those CPAs, they're going to help you with your numbers, your your sales projections. You know your return on investment, your marketing. You know all these dollars. They're going to be able to help with that. Uh, why do you need an attorney? Oh, and and here's the other thing: the CPA is going to help with your structure. You know how do you want? What's your formation of your company? Are going to be sole proprietor? Well, um, are you, are you going to be an LLC? Are you going to be incorporated? You know, and inside of an LLC, you can be a sole proprietor, uh, you can be a partnership, you can be file uh, as an S corp or even a C corp. And what's the difference? And those CPAs. They're going to be able to walk you through step by step, you know, because you can change it from one year to the next, you know, depending on where you're at in the business and what's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck in in tax dollar savings.
2: Well, I'm going to ask you back you up a little bit when it comes to uh, that team that you that you need to have on board. If I was starting a new business, depending on where people are in their lives, whether Mm -hmm. this is something that is a new career for them, whether this is something where they've retired and they're starting something new, what do you recommend the first step outside of the first person to go to, to even discuss the early stages of a business? Because
0: The, the, the mentor. I mean I mean that's that's why that is so important. Um all right so a couple of weeks ago uh we we had uh, um Rudy yeah. right from from King flips um and he says look I do, I don't go through the numbers I just know the numbers. Right? And and why does he know the numbers? Because he's been doing it so long. All right? So you know if that's the kind of business that you're going to go into that's the kind of mentor that you want. You know, if, if you're going to, you know, get into the landscaping business, you know, Jordan, when he was on there, you know, you want to find someone that has been in business for years and years that's successful and understands the, the pros and cons and can kind of walk you through it, you, you know, but like Chris. He went by way of, of doing a franchise yeah. because that written plan was already there. He had done a ton of research and that franchise, that's kind of, you know, that's that built in mentorship. I mean, because their reputation, their brand is on the line. Mm-hmm. And so they want to make sure that you're as successful as possible. And that's why when I say to have a written plan and work with a mentor, I think that is probably the most important step just to make sure that you're, you're setting yourself up in a position to succeed.
2: So basically when you take it to a CPA or a financial advisor at that stage in the game, you're fine tuning some of the things yes. that you've already put together. You're not walking in there with an open a, a, a blank slate saying, what do I "Hey do? Mr. CPA, can you please help me construct this?" cuz that's not that's not what they're there for.
0: Well, you you know some some firms are, but you know, they're they're limited. They're not experts in everything, and no one is. So, you know, having a mentor that is specific to that industry um, and that locale uh, or type of location that you're in, that the metro surrounding area, um, or you know if it's if it's on a national level, you know would a would a CPA? Obviously, we're not, but a lot of the CPAs that we work with, they'll go through and say, okay, this is really good, but I don't think it's going to work because these numbers are maybe uh, you know a little too rich. You know, your I think your profitability, you're expecting too much, and so they're going to go through and look at your pro forma. And, and a pro forma is really just a projection. That's all it is. It's, it's a projection based on numbers and sales, cost of materials, labor, all those things, you know, for the first 6, 12 months, you know, 3 years, 5 years, 10 years, you know, so that you can kind of project what that growth is. Um, and that's part of that written plan, but they're going to kind of help look through and make those adjustments as you go along. Right, just to make sure that you're on that right path. But they're going to be able to see things because that's what they're so good at is looking at the numbers and saying, yeah, that just doesn't make sense. You know, J- just like with an attorney. So w- once once the, the CPA is like, okay, this is what I recommend for, you know, your 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 entity structure and, and LLC. Okay, whether you're going to elect filing as a sole proprietor, partnership, S corp, C corp, because they all have advantages and disadvantages. There's nothing that's perfect. It just depends on where you're at. Having that attorney draw up that legal document is so very important because. If it's an LLC, you're going to have an operating agreement. You know, if it's a corporation, whether it's an S corp or a C corp, it's going to you're going to have articles of incorporation. Uh, and there's pros and cons to both. But having that operating agreement for the LLC, it's going to outline specifically what everyone's duties are as far as the owners of the company, and that's really important. So if you if you decide to go into business with somebody else in a partnership. You really need to look at it as you know it's it's like a marriage mm-hmm. i mean it is a long-term relationship and this is why having attorneys are so valuable because if it's not in writing it never happened yeah. you know and it's got to be it can't be ambiguous it's got to be very explicit and specified um and and specific you know to just to protect everyone yeah. i mean right all, all the way through and and that's why I said fiduciaries, right? Because fiduciaries, their whole job is to protect you, whether they make a penny on it or not. Uh, CPAs are, uh, attorneys are, and, you know, not all, but, you know, most financial advisors, you know, are you know, like we are, right? Yeah. And so having that financial advisor is also imperative for your success because, you know, the CPA is doing what they do best. The attorney is doing what they do best, and the financial advisor is going to do what they do best. But they all need to work in conjunction, you know for that client to ensure success and make sure that they're saving their money. They have the ability to achieve their goals for that exit strategy at the end of the day.
2: Yep. Good information. So you're going on to step number four.
0: Yeah, you know and, and this was this was pivotal for, for us. Um, because we had been doing this, the same thing for years and years and years, but having that unique process, you know, understanding what it is, being able to communicate that, um, so that that way you're, it separates you from your competition. Do you remember, uh, the movie, the founder, right? The McDonald's movie. Everyone says that the McDonald's movie, right? So what did they do? Right, they they took probably one of the most commoditized commodities, right? The hamburger, and they they named it, and it was unbelievably unique, right? And this was the Big Mac.
2: (laughs) That's exactly.
0: And so Ray Kroc, who came in, and uh, so if I'm spoiling this for everyone who hadn't seen it, you got to see it. It's it's especially if you're going to go into business or if you already are. It's so important because it's all about developing a process, naming it, okay, that's going to separate you from everyone else. And then building systems around those so that you can, like you said earlier, that you can replicate it, that it's, um, you can replicate it, you can duplicate it. um, And that's where you turn from doing something and making money to a real business. Okay, so you know that you have a business if you can go on vacation and things are still working and <laughs> yeah. you're making money. I, I mean,
2: that's, I can honestly say that that is like, that's a turning point. It, it's a it is. major turning and, point.
0: And the only way that you can do that is to have a written plan. I, and, and so that's why it, that's kind of number one. It, it just incorporates all that.
2: But it's not just about the written plan. It's about following the plan. Uh, There's a lot of people who write things down for whatever reason. They write down a process, but actually sticking to the process and doing it over and over. And and building that that
0: culture yeah, so that everyone understands they're all buying in when you bring people on. And when you have a process and and it's systematized, everyone, it just makes everyone's job so much easier because it takes all the guesswork out.
2: Something gets forgotten along the way. And you might talk about it, but uh, inevitably what happens is it gets forgotten. Gotten, and then somebody feels responsible for dropping the ball. So always, yeah, always, yeah.
0: Now, now mistakes are going to happen, yeah, you know, because but life a happens lot less a lot less, and you know, uh, likelihood um, that it will. In, yeah, you know, as as I tell the boys all the time, you know, bad things are going to happen, and that's not nearly as important as how you deal with them, right? Yeah, you know, so. S- the, s-
2: so you were talking about the the, the Big Mac. I, I want you to, to finish that about the Big Mac, though.
0: Yeah, so Ray Kroc uh, looked at McDonald's, the McDonald brothers, and, you know, as part of the movie, not to, to spoil this, as I said before, but he went to different locations. The, the original location, he's like, oh, my gosh, this is the best hamburger I ever had. You know, and so he went to another location. They had the Golden Arches, but it was completely different. The service was horrible and the the food tasted different.
2: Special sauce wasn't there. Uh,
0: the lettuce, cheese, <laughs> sesame on a sesame seed bun, right? However oh, they I could
2: still sing uh, it. Hold the
0: pickles, hold the <laughs> lettuce. Uh, and so this is why they call it Ray Crocking. You know, have you Ray Crocked it? Because he was really the founder of franchising. Um, he develop the systems and the process to replicate that Big Mac in every single store. So it doesn't matter what McDonald's you go to around the country. A Big Mac is a Big Mac is a Big Mac. They all taste the same,
2: right? Yep.
0: And that is so important because when you bring on new employees – you know, if you have that process and those systems in place, they're already going to know. You're the, the training that new employee, you know, that new team member is going to be so much easier because everyone's bought in. And, and you can tell with a lot of the folks that we've been talking to this year, all these small business owners, these entrepreneurs, I mean, look at the length of their their staff, how many years they've been there, yep. 10, 15, 20 plus years so that goes to culture that goes to the process they may not even realize that they have you know a formalized process and systems in place but obviously, you can't be that successful and, and have employees for that long of a period uh, without having those processes and, and, well, and systems in place. Well, and I think some
2: people recognize it in different formats. They yeah. either recognize it as a job description, and that job description is well established. And so it goes from one person to the next. And But nonetheless, it's a process under that job description for each individual, and there's a process at which it goes from one person to another, so
0: and uh, everyone knows what they're supposed and to. And everybody
2: do. knows what they're yep. supposed to do.
0: So the last, the last thing is, you know, I, I think it's probably one of the most important things: um, balance, right? That that work-life balance and you know, family. You know, for us, I mean, that's been really important. Um, you know, I I don't think. Now we've tag teamed, right? I mean, we've, we've missed a game here and there because we were at one kid's game while the other one was at another, but I don't think we've ever missed a game.
2: Well, the reason that you have this as a step and what's really important for people to understand as to why it fits into the step of a small business owner is because without building that in to your overall plan, without that being a component, you can squish it. And that is is yeah, kind of why yeah. we do what we do. Yeah, <laughs> so.
0: yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it's all about lifestyle, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and fitness. You know, the retirement trainer, the retirement fitness plan, being financially fit, physically fit, healthy. I mean, that is so important. I, I say this all the time. Um, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, it doesn't matter.
2: Well, right? I can I can honestly say when in the early stages of of, of your firm. Of our, you know, the firm that you yeah. built here, I can honestly say that you know it was one of those things where you obviously don't ever want to see that something that those you build hours, is, and, and yeah, that, that you fail at. So you work your tail off. But what what's important for people to see, uh, you know, at your twenty plus years into this is that I think. What you look at as your forecasting of the business has changed over the years because you now realize that what we built into this business incorporates the family. So what the size of the business, how much time goes into it, how your schedule comes together, how we slate out a calendar, that all has the family built into that. And that has to be part of it.
0: Well, and and that's, that's why it's so important to have those advisors. Right, because they can help you achieve those things. So many, so often we're we're, um, myopic, right? Mm -hmm. You, You can't see the forest through the trees. Yep. Okay. You're, you're just so one dimensional, you're so fixated, which is why entrepreneurs are so successful, yeah. right? Yep. Um, because they're, they're fixated on that thing and having that mentor, those advisors give you a completely different perspective, maybe a different way of, it's a, it's a puzzle, right? Yep. You got all these pieces and parts and it's not a one size fits all. And sometimes just kind of rearranging the parts, uh, and the pieces, it, it paints a different picture. Right? And something that we may not have seen before, you know, we, we were just talking to, to, to somebody this week, uh, a family, and, you know, she's she's turning 62 next year. And she's like, look, I, I, I know, you know, I, I just I got to keep working, you know, because I said until 67, I was like. Well, no, let's, you know, we kind of rearranged some things and looked at a couple different things. And yeah, I mean, you know, she is going to have the ability to be able to retire, you know, next year on her 62nd birthday, you know, June 3rd. So why is that important? Because she was looking at it one way. Right. But having advisors, you know, those fiduciary advisors can help you look at things differently, put it into different perspective. I mean, it's all about the math, yeah. right? When it w- w- success of the business, you can quantify it in a whole lot of different ways. Actually, you can qualify success in a whole lot of different ways. But when you quantify it, it's really about the numbers and the math, right? So they will help you do that to get to your goals and retire sooner.
2: Well, I, I know there's probably have generated just as many questions as we have provided answers in this podcast. So if you have questions, if you have feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us through our website at www.egsifinancial.com. You can email us at info at egsifinancial.com or give us a call at the office at 614-526-4118. Again, we believe in building plans we believe in setting our clients up to avoid the anxiety of what comes next because bad things happen. It's what you do as the next step. And those plans that Ed puts together here for our clients, they are providing the next step. So give us a call at EGSI Financial. And thanks, Ed.
0: Hey, thanks, Leanne. <laughs>
1: your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up and Ed Sedel is here to help you do that with The Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five steps.